Hey, grown-ups! Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. We're a vegetarian household over here, and there were tons of delicious options over at Factor. I highly recommend. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50, T-A-L-E-S 50, and use code tales50 to get 50% off. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com slash tales50 to get 50% off. Hey grown-ups, if you could imagine the perfect education for your tailblazer, what would it look like? You might say hands-on learning, small class sizes, deep reading, open discussion, and for many of us, that list includes a personal one-on-one tutor. That kind of personal attention can accelerate their grasp of difficult concepts. The problem is, tutors can be astronomically expensive, and tutor quality can vary widely. That's where Synthesis Tutor comes in. It's an educational AI that can bring your student from an average to exceptional grasp of mathematics. The tutor works like a human tutor would, slowing down in areas where they're struggling and speeding up when they're gaining momentum. Except, unlike a traditional tutor, Synthesis Tutor is always available and is just $29 a month. Visit synthesis.com slash girltales to get 10% off and begin learning with Synthesis Tutor today. Hey grown-ups, Women's History Month is sneaking up on us and we want you and your tailblazers to join in the celebration of the amazing women who have broken barriers, shattered glass ceilings, and made history. But hey, we're not just looking back, we're also cheering on the future history makers, our very own tailblazers. Here's how you can join in on the celebrating. Grab your phone or tablet and record a quick 10 seconds or less of an audio message. Your tailblazer can tell us about a woman that they admire who changed history. Or you, the grown-up, can give the tailblazer an empowering message about how they will change history. We'll feature these recordings on our Girl Tales episodes all through March. This opportunity is available to our awesome Patreon members on Team Alba or higher. You'll find the instructions on how to send us your recording on our Patreon page. Happy Almost Women's History Month. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales, a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Ren and Ryan. Ren and Ryan, I hope you have an awesome birthday. Grown Ups Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. If you'd like to hear your child's name at the top of our next episode, or if you would like me to wish them a happy birthday, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. 
This is the Green Thumb Gang. Enjoy! Hurry, Sass! We've got to go up and down this beanstalk before sunset or else we miss our chance to hide the golden eggs for the scavenger hunt. And if we can't, the goddesses aren't going to be happy. We've also got to... Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold your horses, Ilara. Seems your boundless enthusiasm sometimes forgets the starting line. Let's rewind. To right about there. Stop. Now let's tell this story the proper way. <clears throat> I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Her name is Ilara Greenthumb. Deep in Freshwater's Emerald Heart, where buildings kissed the clouds and rivers sparkled like jewels, Ilara lived with her family. This whole commotion began on her 10th birthday, which was on March 10th, and on Ilara's golden birthday, she discovered that unlike most kids who craved glitter and mud pies, she had a special superpower. She could talk to plants. Well, anyone can talk to plants, but the special thing about Ilara is that the plants talked back. Her father chalked this up to a big dose of what he calls... Tenergy. Feel the tenergy, Alara. This is the year you blossom. And boy, was he right. Ilara skipped through town and had never had so much fun listening to all the greenery around her. Leaves gossiped about juicy worms, cobblestones grumbled about heavy feet, and trees shared ancient stories in the rustling wind. They confided their dreams of sunlight, complained about pesky pigeons, and even warned her about mischievous squirrels planning acorn raids. But wait a minute. Have you ever wondered what plants sound like? How about a rose? On her morning walk, Ilara always takes time to smell and say hi to her favorite rose. Like this. <sighs> Good morning, Rosie. Dreaming of pirouettes again? Oh no! You can't give up on ballet yet, Rosie! We'll practice later, promise? Okay. Oh, and hello, you cheeky Ivy! Are you behaving? Remember, climbing walls is fun, but let's keep windows free for fresh air, okay? Ilara was pretty content with her new powers, and oh, so happy to become the town's new plant whisperer, or as she liked to call it, a petal pal. That is until the day after her birthday, March 11th. That's when all the trouble started. Ilara woke up when she heard the phone ringing in her home. <sighs> now who could be calling at this hour? Her father grumbled. Hello? Oh, uh, Mayor Lucinda, how can I help you? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. Mayor Lucinda was calling to inform Mr. Greenthumb that she would need his daughter's help. Do you remember our friend Persephone? She is the goddess of spring who can only come out to play once a year. That Persephone. Well, she decided for her spring break to select Freshwater as the city she'd like to host a celebration in honor of spring and she wanted to invite her besties to the party. The tricky part? 
They're all goddesses and full of requests for special accommodations that have to be met to make sure each of them has the best spring break ever. It involves some serious legwork and a sage among sprouts who can talk the greenery of freshwater into being just right for the goddesses. And who better to ask than the newfound petal pal, Ilara? <gasps> that sounds plantastic! Ilara said, and she agreed to do it before her father could even finish all of the details. Elora couldn't be doing this all alone. She would be working with a team of nature lovers from Freshwater and beyond. She would get help from Sasquatch, a gentle giant of the forest, Oneka, the bubbly river spirit, Feda and Guna, the two resident songstresses of Freshwater, Baba Yaga, who is currently on her way via her mobile home that could walk anywhere on its ginormous pair of chicken legs. And finally, with a little help from old McDonald. Now he's a bit too old to be running around like everyone else, so instead, he's lending his almanac. An almanac is a very smart book that knows things like when flowers bloom, when to plant certain crops and harvest them, and the tales of farmers around the world. Each of them has something to contribute, but the secret sauce that has to make it all work is Ilara. And because of that, Mayor Lucinda let Ilara know that she could name the group herself. So Ilara decided to call the team of nature lovers the Green Thumb Gang. The last thing Mayor Lucinda said was that Ilara should be given a list of the goddess's requests that need fulfilling and a due date for when it all needed to be completed by March 21st. Wait a minute! Ilara realized. That's 10 days? She was almost right. The festival was in 10 days, but it needed to be ready by the day before, which meant nine days. But you can do it, sweet pea. Her father cheered on. Remember, tenergy. Right, Ilara said, picking up her enthusiasm again. Tenergy. For her birthday, Ilara got her first diary and decided this would be the perfect story to break it in. All right, Ilara. Now you can take it away. March 11th, Dear Diary. Guess what? Spring whispered to me today. And wouldn't you know it, she brought a big old basket of responsibility along with the blooming buds. The Spring Festival is coming. And this year, it's going to be extra special. Divine visitors are arriving. According to the guest list, there's Yoyster who sometimes goes by Easter or Eel too, is the goddess of the dawn and families. Knowing that, would you be surprised to hear that she requested a decorative egg hunt? Didn't think so. Ooh, and then there's Holika, or Holy for short, who requested a color carnival, which is a vibrant spectacle of exploding color bombs that people throw at each other like a snowball fight as the sun sets around the big bonfire. And then, of course, Persephone. Each of the goddesses have wishes for their own magical gardens and celebrations, and I get to make them come true. It's a bit daunting, like trying to braid my hair with three hands, but I won't be alone. Baba Yaga, wise as an owl and even wrinklier, promised to lend a hand. Or is it a claw? Sasquatch, 
gentle as a giant teddy bear will be our strong muscle. Faida and Gunna, with voices like tinking bells, will fill the air with music. And Onika, the river spirit, will flow alongside us, ensuring the gardens aren't thirsty. So, diary, here's to an adventure that smells like spring flowers and tastes like Baba Yaga's magical stew. Wish me luck! March 12th. My arms are sore, diary, but happy sore. Sasquatch cleaned a forest-sized patch for Holika's color bombs, and Oneka crafted a hidden spring for Persephone's haven. As for me, I spent the day whispering secrets to seeds, encouraging them to dream of golden lilies and hidden eggs. It's amazing how the earth listens, how things start to grow just from a kind word. Tonight, Baba Yaga spun tales of faraway lands by the fire. We laughed, we sang, and for a moment, the weight of the festival fell to lighter. Even Sasquatch hummed along. A low rumble like a friendly thunderstorm. March 14th. Uh-oh, diary. Things took a turn today. But first, let's catch up because it's been a blur of activity. The gardens are taking shape, diary. More beautiful than ever, our wildest dreams. Yesterday, we poured our hearts into the gardens, weaving magic with sweat and smiles. Sasquatch planted trees that scraped the clouds. Baba Yaga's cooking kept us fueled. And Oneka, the dancing river, drew life from every corner. Even Old McDonald's dusty almanac became our guide, whispering secrets of forgotten seeds and hidden plots. I was busy telling some morning glories to be less shy when all of a sudden Edmund, Baba Yaga's pet raven, croaked a warning. March! March! He crowed, but since he was a raven, no one could tell it was a warning until he goes, Beware the Ides of March! And flew off! Baba seemed worried, so we checked in the almanac and wouldn't you know it, a storm fueled by chaos is brewing, set to strike on the Ides of March, which could have been either yesterday or tomorrow, or maybe it was today. We don't know. In any way, fear prickled like thorns, but I wouldn't let doubt take root. We doubled our efforts, fortifying our gardens, whispering best wishes and endurance to all of our plucky plants. But the storm looms closer, casting a shadow of uncertainty. Tonight, under a sky heavy with unspoken worries, Fida and Guna played melodies of courage and hope. Their music was a neosporin to our spirits, reminding us that even in the darkest storms, spring always finds a way to bloom. Hand in hand, we stand strong, ready to face the Ides of March, whenever that is. March 15th. Welp! Apparently, the Ides of March mean today. Go figure. Wish us luck. March 16th. Well, the storm arrived today, just like Edmund croaked it would. He really caught it on that one. <laughs> the wind howled like a hungry wolf. Rain lashed like angry tears. And even Sasquatch had to take shelter under the biggest oak. But we wouldn't let it win. We became living shields for our creations, whispering words of encouragement to the fragile flowers and budding trees. Baba Yaga brewed a special potion that glowed like moonlight, strengthening us against the storm's fury. Faida and Gunna's music soared above the wind, reminding us of the beauty that awaited beyond the tempest. By nightfall, 
the storm had spent its rage, leaving behind a trail of destruction. <sighs> All that hard work. March 17th. Despair threatened to sprout. But Papa rescued me in the morning by running into my room and yelling, Tenergy! Which made me literally jump out of bed. I was cranky at first, but then I laughed. His magic spell always works. So I did the same thing to the rest of the gang when I saw them later. Then using Old McDonald's Almanac, we discovered quick growing flowers and clever tricks to mend the damage. With newfound determination, we worked through the night, fueled by hope and the promise of spring. March 18th. Such a busy day. So, so busy. No time to talk or write, really. We found out in the almanac that another storm might be coming our way. But don't worry. I'm handling it. We all are. We're extra super duper fortifying. Such a fun word. All of the gardens and decorations we've been making. Sasquatch built us a shed. And what we can't fit in there, we put in Baba Yaga's house. Onika promised to work some water magic and ask her friend Anu and some nearby animals to keep the river flowing so it wouldn't flood the garden beds. Also, fun fact, I knew I could speak with plants, but if you drink from Onika's river, you can talk to animals. That's so cool. We all made so many friends with the woodland creatures who wanted to help celebrate spring as well. I made sure to tell every single plant how strong they were too. They needed to hear someone believed in them. I'm going to sleep now, and I can't see the moon because it's so cloudy. Fingers crossed. March 19th. Diary. The day I had. Did I tell you our plan for the eggs? We had a bunch we'd already decorated and put around town for Yorster. Well, when the storm hit on the Ides of March, we lost them all. So I came up with the idea of just getting heavier eggs that didn't blow away. And what's heavy? Metal. Metal like what? Gold. See where I'm going with this? I talked a beanstalk into doing me a favor a few days ago, and it grew into the sky into all these clouds, which was perfect for getting some golden eggs from a specific goose from a specific giant. I wasn't strong enough to climb that long and high by myself, so Sasquatch helped me out. We all started at the top of Baba's roof. She made it stand on its chicken legs all the way up. Then we started climbing. Theta and Gunna played some encouraging music as we climbed up and up and up. I had to yell at Sasquatch over the wind. Hurry, Sas! We've got to go up and down the beanstalk before sunset or else we miss our chance to hide the golden eggs for the scavenger hunt. And if we fail that, Persephone and her friends aren't going to be happy. We've also got to... But then she grunted, and I apologized for being too pushy and thanked her for helping me. I just get cranky when I'm under so much pressure. But we got the eggs pretty easy. The giant woman who lives up there is so nice. She said she hadn't had a lot of visitors since her husband died and was excited about the festival as well. We invited her to come down and hang out with us later. After that, it was nothing but work, work, work. Oh, whoa, whoa, you should have seen Feta and Gunna's hands. They've been making color bombs, which means making actual colors. So cool to watch. They made indigo today, which is like the definition of true blue. 
and their hands looked like the ocean all the way up to their shoulders. We had so much fun today. I can't wait for the festival to finally happen. Those goddesses, my dad, and all of Freshwater are going to be so dang proud. March 20th. I don't know how to start this. I guess... I guess I'll be honest and say that I gave up today. Another storm came last night while we were all asleep or too far away to do anything. It was pretty bad. Holy's bonfire and color carnival zone will be fine. It just needs to be cleared again. And the yoyster eggs we got didn't budge one bit. But the garden we grew all those plants for around the river, for Persephone, they were trashed by the wind. It looked awful. None of the soil set before everything went crazy. It was like a wasteland. And I had just finished telling the pomegranates to come out early too. When I saw all that hard work washed away, I just... Well, to be honest, I gave up. I fell straight down to my knees, buried my head in my hands so no one could see me cry. Which, I mean, didn't work because like everyone could still hear me cry. Papa came over, he tried to say, Tenergy? One more time, but it didn't work. He asked, What's wrong, sweet pea? I told him how awful it felt to work this hard. Like, it was fun at first, but it didn't stop. There kept being more and more things to do every day. And then none of that stops bad things from happening to all the good work you try to do. If I knew being 10 was going to be so much work, I would have just stayed 9. <laughs> then he sat right down next to me to give me a hug in the mud. When I finished crying, he said, You know, I used to talk to plants too. Really? I said. Well, how come you can't now? Well, when you grow up and have a baby, the thing you want to see blossom the most is your child and your family. All that energy that went into my gardens goes into you now. Alara, you are the most precious flower, and you should know life is just as precious, but it's also like getting ready for this festival. Not just the good, but also not just the bad. Not just the work and not just the fun. It's all of it, at once and all the time. But if you do it right, it's worth it. You know a great lesson to learn at 10? What? Saying, this is too much and I need help. Or, this is too much and I am sad. And then I said, I'm sad, Papa. This is too much and I need help. And then he said, Plantastic. How can I help? Then the rest of the Green Thumb Gang spoke up and said, Correction, how can we help? What can we take off your plate? So I told them. Then everybody kicked into hyper gear. I had one good idea left before my brain called it quits. I hope it works. Fingers crossed. March 21st. Dear Alara's Diary, This is Papa Green Thumb here. The day of the festival has arrived. Despite sore muscles and sleepless nights, our hearts brimmed with excitement. The storm may have tested us, but it couldn't dampen our spirits. 
As our divine guests arrived, the gardens came alive with laughter and wonder. Feta and Gunna started playing away. They even broadcast their performance live on that social media app, Hickory Dickory Doc Talk or whatever the kids call it. Eoser danced through the lilies, collecting her hidden eggs with delight and got all the kids in freshwater in on the action as well. It was a hoot. Later on in the afternoon, Holika ignited the color bomb fight, transforming the air into a kaleidoscope of joy. Color wars are the best. And Persephone? We couldn't save the garden Alara had worked so hard to plant. It was too muddy. But we did manage to save one single rose. When the goddess saw it, she started to cry. And we were all worried because we thought she was disappointed, but... Surprise! She loved it! She said it reminded her of home and herself in so many ways. The first flower in spring. The rose looks like she's dancing, she said. Then she smiled. As the sun dipped below the horizon, painting the sky in hues of orange and purple, we stood together, the Green Thumb Gang. We had faced challenges, weathered weather, and emerged stronger. The festival was a success, a testament to the power of collaboration, hope, and a little bit of magic. Oh, and if you're wondering why I'm writing this and not Alara, poor thing worked so hard she fell asleep this morning and didn't wake up. <laughs> she missed the whole party, but it's okay. When she wakes up, it'll be in a room literally flooded with flowers and the gifts from the goddesses to show their gratitude for one of the best spring breaks they've ever had. I whispered that to her too when I asked if it was okay to write about today in her diary. I knew she wouldn't want to miss anything. You know what she said in that voice that comes from her field of dreams? <sighs> Plant-tastic. That was The Green Thumb Gang, written by Sai Sian, produced by Tessa Flannery, performed by Dariana Fustes, Chad Chennai, and Rebecca Cunningham, executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love this story, share it with a friend. Grownups, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. And grownups, don't forget you can get access to ad-free episodes of the Girl Tales podcast, as well as a range of other shows for the kids in your life by subscribing to Star Glow Plus on Apple Podcasts. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. <laughs>